صوت أهل السنة والجماعة صوت مركز الصحابة This segment proudly brought to you by Capital Air نکاح دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم نکاح دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم نکاح دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے My beloved, wonderful listeners of Merkez Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International overseas listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Today is the 25th of Shawwal, 1444, which is also the 16th of uh, uh, the 16th of May, 2023. My name is Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia, and of course, our engineer this morning, he's looking very, very, very smart. I don't know why he's so happy. I see he's full of smiles, mashallah, and he's looking... Uh, a bit young and handsome this morning, maybe because he saw our beloved Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain, Hafidahullah. I see Hazrat Mulana Zahid as well. He's in a good mood. Ustad, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, but of course it's cold. Uh, let's welcome you uh, into the program, The Bliss of Marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa arafat jazakallahu khairan. Somebody says here, can I just taste the food I cook for myself during the day while fasting Mufti Saab to see if the flavor is right? I send for my neighbor's children as they have no mother and father is at work all day. I'm keeping my qadha fast, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasoolil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah. The sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
Here there are three different issues. MashaAllah, Kala, Masi, Anti. You are keeping Qadha fast. That's meritorious, virtuous deed. Allah Ta'ala accept all your fast and Qadha fast. So that we will 100% encourage. And all the men and women, all the Qadha fast we have, not only of this Ramadan, but from the time we became baligh and mature, we must keep it and try and keep it immediately. Similarly, with all the salat we have missed, from the time we became baligh, mature, and we attained the age of puberty, so the qaza salat has to be read, then that is mandatory compulsory. So that's one issue. Second issue is you are making the samosas or bajjas or halim or whatever. Now you want to taste it. So it means every day you're going to taste it. That's not permissible then. So you say you want to taste the flavor. So while you are cooking all that, send to your non-Muslim neighbor or your Muslim neighbor or whoever is working there in your house, your maid or whoever, and they are non-Muslim or even the Muslims who are not fasting, you tell them to taste it. There's no such thing that you have to taste it. Remember that. They, They will tell you, yes, the taste is right, the flavor is right, and so forth and so on. So that's second issue. All this that you were doing in the past, you must remember that you were tasting and maybe spitting out, tasting and spitting out. If you were tasting and going, swallowing it, then your fast is broken. But I assume and presume that you were tasting and spitting out, so your fast will be valid. Mm. But with that, keep on reading Surah 2, Surah Baqarah. The last, last ayat, the last verse, verse 286, Rabbana la Oh, beloved Allah, do not take us to task for that which we did forgetfully or inadvertently, unintentionally. So, Rabbana la Read that abundantly. But stop this habit is not right. Every day you will be found doing that. And then this is now ulama have written once in a while a lady does it, her husband is fussy and so forth. But now you're making it a adat and every day, so that's not correct. So somebody says here that <clears throat> is marriage in community of property permissible overseas, Ustad? First and foremost, that you need to understand what is the definition of COP. COP means community of property. That I came with now 100,000. My wife came with 50,000. My wife came with 100,000. I came with 20,000. So whatever you came with, now we are married. Now our assets, our liabilities become 50-50. I go and buy a car and then I'm struggling with the payment. So that garage there, that owner there can then tell my wife that she is responsible for that debt. But she did not purchase the car. She got nothing to do. I purchased the car. But by virtue of that marriage, you know, matrimony, that that regime, what they call COP regime, community of property regime, they can then demand from any one of us or both of us. That is the meaning of community of property. So when the person dies, the husband passes away, 
then the surviving spouse, the wife, automatically gets 50%. And then the only second 50% that will get divided, distributed to the heirs. The wife dies, then the husband gets 50%. Then the second 50% that is divided between the heirs and so forth. It's totally haram and not permissible in Islam. The only way you can say it is permissible if husband and wife lovingly, willingly, sincerely, they say they're entering into a partnership. And that partnership is such that in everything you say that we are partners in profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, and in loss, we are also, you must remember, partners, and willingly they agree and so forth. So, but very few people will do that. Then only you can find gunjaish, as we say, isme gunjaish here. Then there is scope for that. You can still say it's permissible. But when we look at what happens nowadays, 90%, 95% is not like that. People just register, you must remember, without even knowing and so forth. So, and then that. Your first problem will be this. See, I give you an easy example. That your first problem will be that when the husband passes away or the wife passes away, now you make up and will draw up an Islamic will. So what will happen to your will? Your will will have to fall aside because 50% of the deceased estate goes to the surviving spouse. And that never ever happens in Islam like that, you must remember. And then the other 50% will go to the A's. So the wife, her share is 12.5% or 25%. If there's a child, children of the husband, 12.5%. No children, 25%. Wife passes away. Then you must remember that she will get, that is, that is the husband will get 25% when they are child or child or children. And no children, then the husband gets 50%. But in this case, it's not like that. 50% goes to the husband, and then from the second, 50% still is going to inherit also. So that is where all the problems come with your Islamic world. Therefore, the ruling will be not permissible in Islam. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Somebody says here, Ustad, that <clears throat> what should be done if one's husband is having an affair, Ustad? Regarding the previous question, what other dimension Allah just put in my heart, in my mind now, remember we're speaking in the South African context. Overseas, you must see now there will always be different, different avenues and loopholes and so forth. As the status go, as things remain now, you as a Muslim couple, right, is wajib upon you that when you register your marriage, you must register ANC. ANC got nothing to do with a, a, a political party or government. ANC, the matrimonial regime, as they call it, means anti-neptual contract. Whatever belongs to the husband belongs to him only. Whatever belongs to the wife belongs to the wife exclusively. So that is good. Now when you have A and C, then you must add one more word, excluding without the accrual system. Excluding the accrual system. So that means that in your marriage that subsists for 20, 40, 50, 60, 80 years, so you must remember in a case like that, what is yours is yours, what is the wife is the wife's, and so forth. Then you draw up an Islamic world, so then nobody can repudiate it, nobody can challenge it, nobody can take you to court, and so forth and so on. So you need to understand all 
all the consequences and ramifications and so forth. So A and C and without or excluding the accrual system. So that is how you must register your marriage in the South African context and that's wajib and compulsory. Mm. Now the Mm. husband, he's busy with his rifle everywhere. So you must remember that. So you have three, four different scenarios. One scenario is he's visiting the escort agencies, prostitutes, and so forth. So in a case like that, it is habit. So far, if that is the case, then our advice to you, the sister, will be you must leave this husband because you are tayyiba, you are pure, you are chaste, and he is in Quranic terminology khabis, impure, immoral, and remember that he just takes it lightly and so Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 24 Surah Nur the chapter regarding radiance and effulgence our mother Siddiqa bintu Siddiq radiallahu anhuma Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha used to say Allimu nisa'akum surat nur Surah Nur chapter 24 64 verses in total now you go to chapter 24 and verse 26. Allah is showing you the normal trend, the normal system. So where you are tayyiba, you are pure, chaste, and so forth, and he, your husband, he even after marriage is still a khabith and impure, going to the prostitutes, going to the street ladies, escort agencies. Tomorrow he will come and you will have sexually transmitted diseases, Allah forbid. Tomorrow you will suffer with AIDS and so forth. So it's best you get rid of him and tell him you're not leading a life with him. And if you say, but what you will do, then remember you stay with him, but you don't share the bed with him. There's no conjugal relationships and so forth. If that husband there, he got involved with the secretary or he got involved with the lady and so forth, you understand, what they call once-off, you understood, he will tell you, okay, I'm guilty and I admit, I confess, I committed this crime and we must understand in Islam what the punishment is and consequences are. There is ijma and consensus on this issue. You must remember there is the death penalty in this case. More than 50, 54 sahaba narrate the hadith regarding the death penalty, the rajab, that that person must be put to death for adultery. And if you want all the 50, 50 plus sahaba's name, go open takmila fathil mulhim. That is fathul mulhim is a commentary of Muslim Sharif by Allama Shabir Ahmed Usmani. Hazrat <coughs> Allama Shabir Ahmed Usmani passed away and the commentary was left incomplete. Then Mufti Usmani came and he completed it. In Arabic it is, so you must read it and you will find the whole list there, inshallah. Very, very interesting. So that's one issue. And while I'm busy with that, today you get those fence-sitters because they think they're in America or Europe or South Africa, but they're apologetic. You must remember that they want to compromise on Sharia. So I heard one of the shaitan saying that this law of the death penalty and pelting to death and so forth must be reviewed. You understood? <laughs> he said it must be reviewed. So once you make <clears throat> statements like that, you're out of the fall of Islam. 
who gave you the right to come and change laws of Islam because you want to impress the West, you want to impress the people of the country you're mm. living in and so forth. This is not Tom, Dick and Harry or Tom, Dick and Mary's laws. These are wahi, revelation for all times, all places, all circumstances. So in a case like that and then these children and so forth, so then my advice to you will be you forgive him but you make him sign a contract. The contract will read in future if you are guilty of adultery then remember that you the wife will have the right of talaq and divorce you call that tafwizu talaq both of you sign it you have witnesses and so forth and so on so even in a marriage ceremony and when the minikah is taking place you can have such a contract both parties have to agree on it obviously if either party commits you must remember adultery which is punishable by death in Islam, then the other party will have the right to divorce. The husband will have the right to divorce his wife, or the wife will have the right to divorce her husband, and so forth and so on. The problem today is what? We mustn't just look at, you must remember the problem. You must look at the pasmanzar. You must look at the history. Why it led to that? Now, ABC husband, XYZ wife are living so show me now 100 Muslims. Mm. If 90 of them don't have a TV, I'm asking you, then it won't be an ordinary TV. It will be the big TV, the curved TV, and then you can get this channel, this channel, this channel. Now husband and wife say, we need to spice up our life a little bit. So now they want to watch all the porn movies, the adult movies, this movie, Now, human nature is such, what you see, you want to experiment and try. (laughs) And the Western system, the Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Tiger Hood, he's also involved with Omni Woman. So the Shaitan, Harami, all of them Haramis, remember this, all these people who act in the movies. So that what they do, that they are the ones that they lead a sordid lifestyle. So what they will do is they will glorify the gay business. They will glorify the lesbian business. They will glorify having adult committing adultery. It will enhance your marital life and so forth. <laughs> now when you do that, so then the husbands are thinking and then the waswasa is there. You nas, the whisperings of Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan, and then you know today you must just have some money. And all these ladies are available, the street ladies, escort ladies and whatever. And then you do that. And the women can sell themselves also. So that is where the problem comes about. Therefore, our ruling is this, in this day and this age, that when you bring all this TV, you bring all this internet, and then you give free access to your wife, to your husband, to your children, you bring in Jahannam in your house. You must remember that. And that is where the big, big problems lie. (laughs) So how are you going to solve this whole problem now? Read with me now. The hadith is mentioned in Mustada Ahmad. The hadith Sharif is mentioned in Mustada Ahmad. He Habibuna Rasulullah taught us du'as and supplications for separate different situations. So what the Master taught us, you need to understand the word. In the olden days, when there was a war, they used to have a fort. The fort was called Hisnun, Hisnun Hasinun, like that the book's name, by Allama Jazri and so forth. So yeah, the Buddha. So the dua is Allahumma 
Hassin Ha Sword Noon Allahumma Hassin Farji Ya Allah Fortify Ya Allah Protect my private part People today They want to just park You must remember Their rifle here And there Sometimes one person is busy with his neighbor. Sometimes he's busy with another friend of his wife. Sometimes he's busy with somebody else. All these things going on. So you must remember that people have considered it. Yeah, it's acceptable. In Islam, no acceptable. If it is fornication, hundred lashes in public. And Quran says, Surah 2, Surah 24, verse 2, don't show them any compassion and mercy Islam is based on mercy mm. Ya Allah you are the most merciful one to show mercy Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was is will always be the only Rahmatul Alameen chapter 21 verse 107 but when it comes to the hudud and the penal code and the punishment, don't show no mercy. <laughs> we must make few people a sample example and the rest of society, remember, will know. We don't like Iran. You must remember that the Shias, we say the kuffar, but go and try all these tricks in Iran and see. You will hardly find any crime there. What is true, we have to speak. They'll hang you up with the crane in the middle of Tehran, in the middle of the town. And the, so therefore, we must now look at South Africa. 82 murders per day, more than 50 rapes per day, because the law and the law of enforcement agency have become jokers, you must remember that. That every day you will hear, this one is killed, that one is raped. Now today, 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 a person sent me a message and say, Muslim, I'm speaking of Muslim. We in bliss of marriage. So let me give you. Husband, wife had problems. The marriage is on the rocks. The husband in the docks. He saw his wife. He drove the car. He wanted to drive the car over his wife. And she just managed to escape. He took the gun and put so many bullets into her. She's lying in hospital fighting for her life. Now, now, today, this morning, I received this message. They got all the names and everything. Now, what you call such a husband? In Islam, such a husband must be imprisoned for life, attempted murder, and all these things. You see, but the laws, this whole human right concept, which the West has, South Africa has, is not worth the paper on which is written. Why? Because you have divorced and detached yourself from the divine rights. The rights of Allah, you took that out. And you said human rights. So that is where all the problems lie. Allah Ta'ala give us understanding of Islam and our deen. Then we will be leading a pure and a chaste life. Allahu Akbar. Allahumma hafazna. Allahumma hafazna. Allahumma hafazna. Listen to this question, Ustad. Uh, a couple is saying from Johannesburg, why does Mufti A.K. say is halal is not permissible? We both went to Cape Town and ulama in Cape Town say it's permissible. They even quoted a hadith. Mufti A.K., you're confusing us. I really love my wife. Who's that? You must remember the Cape Town ulama. I click their name also. You go to the MJC. They, if you gave your wife three talaq, you must remember they will tell you this is the official fatwa, not from mm. now, for years and years. So you must remember they will tell you that three talaq is one talaq. Mm. I'm asking you, are we Muslims or are we Trinity? You yeah, must remember this mm. 
Trinity is Christian, three is one and one is three. Do you know three talaq is three in time of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an? In time of Nabi alayhi salam, three is three. Go open hadith in Bukhari Sharif. So in time of Nabi alayhi salatu salam, three talaq is three. In time of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu, there's ijma consensus. All four schools, it's not AK makes the laws. AK only explains to you what is the true sharia. And you must remember that that is what we say, that you must remember Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanafis, Hanbalis, all of them agree that three talaq is three. Whether it is fi majlis in wahid, where the husband gave three talaq one shot, or it is over a period of time. So all that is Sharia. Now you... ABC husband, you went to give your wife, you must remember that three talaq. Now you came to AK, you went to XYZ, you want, they told you three is three and finish, the marriage is finished. Now you don't want to accept that, so you went to Cape Town, you went here, picked up some fatwa and did not do, not word the paper. My program is recorded. <laughs> you send it to Cape Town, send it to wherever you want to. We expose them so many times. These are the same people. You can see how disgrace they are getting. Today, you just look at all my posts that I sent out. This is the consequence of, you must remember, closing the mosque. لَهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَا خِزْيُمْ وَلَهُمْ فِي الْآخِرَةِ عَذَابٌ عَظِيمٌ Once you close Allah's masajid, you go to court. This Cape Town ulama, these Molvis, didn't they go to court to close the masjid? So Allah Ta'ala disgraces them in this worldly life. Surah 2 verse 114 And for them is such a horrible, terrible and serious penalty, punishment and so forth. They can't even say that the Shias are kuffar publicly. I challenge the MJC. I challenge Jusa how many times here in Fordsburg that tell us publicly Shias are Muslim or kuffar. <laughs> they, they sold the whole deen. So now you went there and they told you, no, halala is jayis. So what is halala? Your husband gave you three talaq. And thereafter, you must remember that when your husband gave you three talaq, then you went into it. Now you look for one molvi, you look for one sheikh, you look for one mufti, mufatiya, you look for one or somebody. He says, don't worry. Yeah, the fatwa is there. They quoted the hadith. You must show me that hadith. That you said, yeah. they quoted the hadith. Yeah. I know what you're going to tell me. They quote the hadith at Dinu Yusrun. They've got nothing to do with this topic here. With this topic, the Sahih hadith is this. Hadith in Tirmidhi. Where Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La'ana Allahu al-muhallila wal-muhallala lahu. Allah Ta'ala's curse is on the first husband, the ex-husband, and the second husband, where they arrange everything, that he will get married to her, spend the night with her, spend few hours with her, hit and run business, Thank them, thank you, ma'am, business. And then he will give a talaq, and then she will go back into it, that, and then she will marry the first husband. Absolutely haram. I'm asking you, what's the difference between that and the kuffar Shias? What more, what Khomeini in Tawdihul Masai'il says, make one hour muta. What's the difference? 
So you're promoting prostitution like that. You must remember this thing here. Shafi'i say she's not halal. Maliki say she's not halal. Han Hanbali say she's not halal. Imam Abu Hanifa's two greatest students say she's not halal. Imam Abu Hanifa's fatwa is of makru tahrimi. Makru, if you know Hanafi fiqh and usulul fiqh, makru tahrimi and haram, amalan are the same. You must remember that in practice is the same. So yes, itiqad and aqidatan is different. For haram, you need dalil qat'i. And for then, if you don't have haram, then you say makrut tahrimi, dalil as well. Now, where are you going to get involved in all these things? You won't understand these terms. So don't get fooled with all these things here. And your last comment, you love your wife. That loving your wife, where was the love for your wife when you, when you fired the three bullets? You took out your AK-47, you fired the three bullets, and now you want to come blame me, AK. AK is teaching you AK-255. Fear Allah. Don't you know Allah Ta'ala speaks in AK, Aital Kursi, Ayat number 255 of Surah Baqarah? You're living in sun. I'm <coughs> telling you now, that fatwa you got from Cape Town is not worth the paper on which is written. Let mm. me make it very clear. And if you have any children now in future, is haram children, mm. illegitimate children. And on all this, there's ijma and consensus of all four schools. I gave it to you, and now you tell them to break this dalail and evidence I gave you. Mm. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. Ustad, you have to listen to this one before we go for an interval. Uh, there's an alim from Canada. He says, Assalamu alaikum, ya Sheikh. I'm Molana Malik from Canada. What is wrong with our Cape Town ulama? It's so disgraceful. Can we not write a letter to this ulama? Min fadlik, ya Sheikh. And what is so sad? Our sisters are willing to do this. Halala. It happened here in Canada and they made a trip to Cape Town and they gave the same fatwa. Ustad. Inna lillahi na imagine. Ya Allah. Na imagine people from Toronto, people from Montreal. I went to all these places. So we know thrice I visited Canada. <laughs> so I visited Toronto. They invited me for whole Ramadan also. And I went to this thing, to Montreal also. So imagine ABC husband gave three talaks there in Canada. Now he going to the Molanas, the sheikhs, the muftis. I said, no, you can't do nothing. Then he found a loophole. He said, let me go to the mother city and to the two oceans. <laughs> and then he landed up in Cape Town. And then these Mufatiyas, that's all I can call them. I can't call them Muftis and all that. These Mufatiyas, you must remember, they gave them. So you must write a letter to the MJC and tell them that you are legalizing haram and so forth and so forth. What can you say? You know, if you know South African history, then they had a big, big debacle which no person Muslim must ever forget. The Orion Saga on the swine, on the khinzir, on the pork was halal certificates in that. This whole thing came on the TV and that Petra, Deba, Petra, Petra, Deba, whatever her name and all. What a big thing it became and so forth. So just as the whole thing is to do with money and so forth. So remember that we reject it. And I'm telling you, these kind of issues, I took names just now. We will name them and shame them. Remember that. You're living in senselessness. I'm telling you nicely. You're playing with the deen of Islam. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Hadith is sahih, authentic hadith. La'ana Allahu al-muhallila wal-muhallila lahu. And you, you, these Mulvis and Sheikhs who keep on doing this, get busy with this woman, get busy. 
You will lose your iman if you're not careful. If you study the books of the fuqaha, you will find sometimes they say, Naqsha alaymul kufr. Naqsha alaymul kufr means they're not non-Muslim, but we fear if they continue doing this, then they might go out of the fall of Islam. Allah protect us. You can see all the problems in South Africa. This is because of all these things. You close the mosque, you join the lesbians, you go to court, <laughs> all these things. You can't say Shias are kufar, all these things. So now and then you give this kind of fatwas. Be honest. Do you really think Allah's mercy will come or Allah's ghadab and Allah's wrath will come? Let us be honest about this. <laughs> so Allah protect. Therefore, the ulama isu, the hadith is sahih on the authority of Abu Zar radiallahu an. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, they worse than Dajjal. They worse Allah than the jar. So think which side of the fence we are. Remember, Allah protect us all. 19 minutes to 12. Uh, somebody says, yeah, I'm a student of Deen. Why is Mufti Saab and why are you speaking bad of our great alims here in Cape Town? Why don't you come to Cape Town and debate what our senior ulama? My name is Molana Idris Ustad. So I was there in Cape Town. So you must remember that I challenged them how many times. They know they got my letter also. I told them that why you don't apologize for closing the masjid. Did they close the mosque or not, Mona Idris? <laughs> Did they go to court or not? Is that right? Go read Surah 2 verse 114. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling you that إِذَا رَأَيْتُمُ الَّذِينَ يَسُبُّونَ أَصْحَابِي فَقُولُوا لَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَىٰ شَرِّكُمْ when you see people cursing, swearing, my Sahaba, say, Allah's curse be upon you. <laughs> They're walking around with the Shias. They're having meetings with the Shias. Yalla. They invite the Shias and they share the same podium. And you're telling me I must come. I challenge them hundred times on these issues. Then with the nikah and so forth, they went to join the lesbians and they went against as friends of the court. <laughs> so you, Mona Idris, I don't know who you are. Don't come and think that we get joy. But we are going to defend the Sharia, whether you like it or not, you must remember. I'm just asking you those three issues. When are you going to apologize for closing the masajid and going to court? When are you going to tell the people you made a mistake by joining the lesbians and going to court? And you want to change our nikah and matrimony and laws of divorce and inheritance? Why can't you, Cape Town sheikhs and Molvis and so forth, MJC, make a public statement? I'm challenging you now <laughs> that <laughs> MJC and Jusa, why can't you make a public statement Shias are kuffar? That <laughs> is what you must sort out now, Molvi Idris, and then don't come defend the Batil. If you're a Maulana, don't become a scholar for dollar and sell the deen, my brother. 17 minutes to 12 o'clock. <laughs> Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah. Well, it's uh, 11, 11.42 South African time. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Uh, you can send your questions in. Yes, our beloved, honorable, respected Fabila Tulustad uh, will highly um, uh, answer to your questions, inshallah, my beloved, wonderful listeners of Sirius SFM and Marqa Sahaba. Ustad, I would like to know if a person is lost at sea, feared dead, dead, how long must the search continue for him or her? 
before they are declared dead? And secondly, is it permissible for Hanafis to perform Salatul Janazah in absent for such a person who started? I received this question this morning also. We all know the story that there was a group of youngsters. They went out in Jamaat. And then, mashallah, that while they were in Jamaat, you know, that they by the ocean, they the north coast and so forth. So some youngsters must have said, they took permission from the Amir or whatever, and let us go for a dip like a swim. Then one youngster, he fell, he went in trouble, and the other youngster went to rescue him and so forth. Then he was also pulled in by the waves. So now it's about three, four days or something. I'm not sure exactly, but they can't retrieve the body. So wait and so for one week or so. And, you know, make dua, Allah ta'ala make khair for him and for the family. Amen. But let's say that in one week passes and nothing happens and so then we call that al-mawtu hukman. Al-mawtu hukman means the assumption of death. Remember that. That the divers and all of them say that there's no trace and so forth. Then the lady will start to eat that if she's married and so forth and so on. You know, for, that will be 130 days from time of death. I'm just explaining to you that. Then the issue of janazah salat, because you can't find the body. Then salatul janazah al-ghaib, when there's no body, I mean, the mayit is not present then in that case there that Hanafis and Maliki say it's not permissible it's a shirt and a condition that the mayit's body the deceased body must be there then only you can perform Salatul Janazah the Hanafis and Maliki say the Shafi'is and the Hanbali say you must remember that is permissible and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam there in Masjid Nabawi on the, just outside the Masjid Habibuna Sallallahu perform Salatul Janaza al-Ghaib for Najashi so radiallahu anhu who passed away here in Ethiopia so that is the dalil and evidence of the Shafi'is and the evidence you must remember for the Hanbalis and therefore in the Haramain Sharif in Juya they read how many times they, Sheikh Abul Hassan Nadwi I was present there Yasser Arafat I was present there so they read Salatul Janaza and so forth so that is permissible according to the Shafi'is and the Hanbalis but Hanafis say no that this is min khasais in Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that this was especially for the master Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so that is the academic discussion hmm. somebody says who said a friend and her mother-in-law don't talk now she wants her children not to have anything to do with her husband's family. Please advise Ustad. Totally haram, obviously, that you get married in the family and now you tell your children they can't speak to the dadima or nanima and they can't speak, you must remember, to the paternal or maternal grandparents. Obviously, it's haram, all these things here. Quran Sharif teaches us in chapter 47, Surah Muhammad, verses 22-23, in Tawallaytum, that when you have power and authority and you cause mischief mayhem on this earth and then you sever the family ties you see so now you want you got the problem with your mother-in-law or she got a problem with you now you say we're severing ties all this just because of your meme tutu you know meme tutu meme tutu is urdu i say you say she say he say all that business nothing to do with deen it's all better everybody wants to practice on the ego that, that this is i want it my way or you catch the highway so that is so when you're telling them they must sever ties, they must assume the innocent children, 
Ula, this are the ramifications, the consequences. Chapter 47, verses 22-23. Ula'ika alladheena la'anahumullah. Those are the people Allah Ta'ala has cursed them. For aswammahum, Almighty Allah made them spiritually deaf. Wa a'ma absarahum, spiritually blind. So remember, absolutely haram and so forth. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu authentic hadith in Mishka Sharif. La yahillu muslimin is not permissible for any muslim person hey that hey, hey yahjura akhihi that you not permissible for a muslim person that you sever ties with your brother and all that for man hajara fawqa thalathat ayamin that you sever ties and all that for three days and more then and for mata you die dakhalannar you go straight to jahannam and the hell for allah forbid so therefore my advice to both parties there we don't know who's right, who's wrong. That because we answer the questions as they pose. So therefore I'm addressing both parties. You know, mother-in-law, whether you're right or wrong. You know, daughter-in-law, whether you're right or wrong. My advice, I'll say both of you are wrong. And I'll tell both of you, ittaqillah. Fear Almighty Allah. Life is very, very short. Tomorrow we have to stand in the court of Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, and there will be hisab, reckoning, and so forth. So don't make Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan happy. That put the pride and the arrogance away and make peace with one another. What family is that that the grandchildren and grandparents are not talking? Outside you put best security, cameras, all that, but the whole inside is the big fire burning there. So that is what's happening there. Allah protects us. Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. I've got a, a sister, she says, I mean, Alima, Mu'allima, Ustad, this morning you mentioned a dua, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hawr. She wants to know where is uh, the reference for that, Ustad? Open Sunan Nasai, you will find it there. And if you just Google it also, you will find, you must remember, understand, Hur is, you must remember, Hur is your wife, right? And Hur is in Jannah, the beautiful damsels. This word is not Hur, is Hawr. So people are leading a nice, comfortable, good life. Suddenly everything turns topsy-turvy. You got load shedding, then you got water shedding, then you got petrol shedding. You must remember there's no diesel available and so many things and so forth. You know, Malema, what he said. I still, somebody sent it again to me today. He's saying that in two weeks' time there'll be darkness. We hope and pray it will never happen. But you know, the signs are there, you must mm. remember. So many of these experts, they're speaking all. So we beg Almighty Allah. So Allah, Umma inni a'udhu bika min al hawr Oh Allah, I seek your protection min al hawr from unfavorable conditions. Ba'ad al that after favorable conditions. We're living happily, comfortably, suddenly everything goes haywire so that is a wonderful beautiful dua Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hawri ba'd al-kawr what a kaf it is remember <laughs> and sister you don't come with this alima story or you know alima and all that have the kitabs you don't do and you know say Anna, I am alima when you study fiqh and usulul fiqh, man qala ana alimun fawajahidun. So you must remember that when a person says I'm alim and I'm alima in this, in the reality, they jahil and ignorant people. You must say I'm a student of deen. Say like that. Don't come with all these big titles. I'm a alima, I'm a muallima, and I'm this, and then Shaykhul Islam and this. Just forget all these things. Here.
Ustad, let's go to one of our beloved brothers in Roshni. Uh, he knows you quite well. He says that, Ustad, my wife and I fight like cats and dogs daily. What is your opinion? Should we separate or divorce? And when is Muftisab coming to Roshni, Ustad? You never gave me invitation, my brother. <laughs> so therefore, you got too much noor there in Roshni, you see. So therefore, you don't need us. Anyway, brother, is a question that we can't say anything. We don't know your story. We don't know your wife's story and so forth. One thing I will tell you, if you've got children, then you don't divorce your wife. Mm. You must make sure what reconciliation is the best. See that you and your wife, when both of you are in your sober condition, sober, I don't mean you're drunk and intoxicated, meaning I don't want you to have a meeting when you are angry and both of you are fine. When both of you behave like true Muslims and you're in a good mood, so tell her to write your good points and write your weaknesses. You tell her to write it. Now start negotiating. Okay, this I can change. This I'll change. This one I can't change. And this. If you both are sincere, Allah will let the hearts reconcile. Quran says this, when you bring in arbitrators for the husband and the wife, if both parties want to reconcile, Allah will give you tawfiq to do so and so forth. You must remember that. So therefore, my advice to you will be this. And when, are you reading your five daily salat? I'm asking you, brother. Did you read Fajr Salat today? Mm. Did your wife read Salat today? We break the laws of Allah daily, which is compulsory. Then we say what's going wrong. So did you sit with your wife, with your children, make dua? Read Surah 25, verse 74. Ya Allah, grant us spouses and children that are the coolness of the eyes. Chapter 25, Surah Furqan, the criterion, verse 74. When last did you read the 99 names of Allah? But Allah is commanding us. Chapter 7, verse 180. Invoke Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, by His 99 names. Go open Muslim Ahmad. You will find you read the 99 names of Allah. You make dua, your duas are accepted. Read, Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadud, Ya Allah, you are the creator of love. So you don't want to do this. You don't want to read five daily salat. You don't want to make dua and tahajjud time or other time. You don't want to read Asma Ullail Husna. But we say now that no, best we give divorce. No. <laughs> so when you are sick, now you all are taking poison. You're not taking medication, you're taking poison. You see? And the shaitan, Satan, Lucifer wants that. You are married 15 years, 20 years. So what's going to happen? The shaitan's aim and objective is to break the marriage and separate you. Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's hadith authentic. That abghadul halali ilallah inna abghadul tahalali ilallah at-talaq. The thing that Almighty Allah hates the most and detests the most in Islamic Sharia is talaq and divorce. So the hadith in Abu Dawood and the Sahih authentic hadith. So therefore, brother, when I perform your nikah, Mona Arafat perform, Mona Zahid perform, Mona, I can't say Mona Suleiman perform, you see. Yesterday I saw, not yesterday, the day before, Sunday I saw a Molana. So that Molana wasn't married, you mm-hmm. see. So mm-hmm. when I look at him, I always think of that incident.
so that Maulana wasn't married. So now he sat down to perform somebody's nikah. So the one uncle stood up and said, Maulana, the you can't perform the nikah. So Maulana got the shock. Mm-hmm. See why? He said, because you're not married, so therefore you can't perform the nikah. So he said, you know, I perform Salatul Janaza also. You know? <laughs> so the so that uncle got so angry, he wanted to hit, you know, hit, but he wanted to sway him, like, you know. So, oh, yeah. you see, you must be a sharpshooter, mm-hmm. you see. So this modernist, you see, this modernist and all uh, the bootlickers of the West, they say you must have equality between the genders and the sexes, between the male and female. So that guy was a sharpshooter. He said, okay, if that is what you are saying, then one year you must get pregnant and the next year your wife must get pregnant, you see. So that one year the husband pregnant, one year the wife pregnant, and then that is now equality in it. Shaitan yet all these things, yes, so you must remember that. So yeah, also that you must do what we're supposed to do, then Allah's mercy will come. We don't do that. It's like taking poison and asking Allah for shifa and cure. That is our problem. Last question. Mm. Listen to this one, Ustad. You see, Mufti Sab, there is a girl I liked from schoolhood. Everybody knew I was going to propose to her. But my so-called best friend proposed and married her on the day I planned to propose. I have a motive for murder. What should I do? Anonymous Ustad. What motive is there? There's a foolish motive. You must remember that. It's takdeer. She's not in your takdeer. So finish. History now. She's married. You finish. So you must carry on now. Don't go back to history. Go for geography now. So go look around other towns, other places, and so forth. I am asking you three questions. When you were in school, you were eyeing her, right? And maybe you talked to her and she smiled with you. You spoke to her all that. Was that halal all that I'm asking? Quran says it's haram. Don't even go near fornication, adultery. And maybe you were like the little bit boyfriend, girlfriend, and say, no, this is my friend in school, this is my boy, like that. So Quran says, There's no concept and belief in boyfriend, girlfriend in Islam. Islam is pure. So the, so third one, that he got married, so finish. Now what, you want to talk of murder and all hmm. this? Are you being foolish or what? So you must remember this. That is all the waswasa, whisperings of shaitan. So you must remember that in the case you go and commit murder, Allah forbid, which we're telling you is absolutely haram, then they must hang you in public. That is Islamic law. You understood? Because your reasons are so foolish. You must remember these things there. There are million women there. Allah Ta'ala gave you halal avenue. And what's the sense yet? You want to marry her and so forth. But now finish that she's somebody else's. And you must remember that they're enjoying themselves and everything. So what you want to poke your nose in that? So absolutely haram what you want to do. Make this dua. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina qurata ayun. Ya Allah, give me a wife better than her. But you don't Ameen. have to take her name. You must say, Ya Allah, give me a wife who's khair for me, better for me, fi dunya wal akhirah. So that is the type of dua. And when you think of her, say, A'udhu billahi min shaitan al-rajim. You don't take out the AK-47, you take out AK-255. <laughs>
Read Aital Kursi, ayat number 255, and then her thoughts will go away. So that is, don't be foolish, my brother. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sawtu Ahli Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Sawt Merkaz al-Sahaba.